Oh, yeah, oh. there it is. There it is. <laughs> Alex. Hello. What's up, buddy? Not much. I didn't I... know if you had like an intro that you did. Nope. But no, it's yeah, just, you just it's go just for it. I should have known. I should have known. I've listened to this and I should have known that you just go into it. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, hey, I'll do your intro. Yeah, welcome. Please. Welcome yeah, to ahead. Evolving with Corey. We've got Cornelius Castle here and I'm Alex Valuto. There you go. There it is. I, that's what we call a hostile takeover. I just took over your podcast. Well, you know, Look if you have me. listened, this you have is listened my to the podcast show. now. If you have listened to the show, you know at the end of the show, not, uh-huh. not in the beginning, at the very end of the show, I hypothetically gift you the show. That's the way it always ah. goes. But in the beginning of the show, we'll switch it up. We'll switch it up this time. It's you get the show, you gifted the show, and I'll give it back to you. And at the end of the show, maybe you give it back. <laughs> I, <don't> I see. <laughs> I'm flex. I'm really flexible in this. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 I just want to say before anything. Uh, anything at all? I just want to make sure I say I'm I'm so excited to meet you, man. This is this is a pleasure for me. Oh, same. I I feel like watching your when I watched your special, I was like, this guy should be a superstar. I don't know, like this I guy's should hilarious. Be. What the this hell? Guy's, this guy's hilarious. Everybody <laughs> should know how good this like. Dude, it was such a good special. Like that's like oh, the perfect, you. perfect special. Like there was not, there was not anything that didn't like bang it out of the field. You know oh, what I mean? It was nice. so, Thanks, so man. good. It oh, was that so means smart. a lot. It was, it was a good ass special. Oh, what's the special, what's the special called? One more time. Uh, did you watch Alex Valuto presents Alex Valuto? Yes. A, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Such a good. You know special. how you know how it's always like Kevin Hart presents this person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't find. I couldn't. I I called Kevin Hart and he's like, nah. So I just presented myself. Right. Well, <laughs> you're a present mm-hmm. to us all. Yeah, I pre- I present. Gift, that was a gifted, present. Mm-hmm. Not a re-gifted gift. <laughs> direct direct nice. gift right to you from me. Nice. Thanks, man. Well, thanks for watching too. You do so good. Uh, so, what what is a uh, what is it like? What's the scene like in Utah? Like, is it's that great? That's where, actually, where yeah. You filmed it. Yeah, I did, and I did it before COVID. Luckily, yeah. I I was yeah, wanting I to. Uh, oh, I know. I knew it was coming, and so I I heard about the bats and the pangolins. And so I decided to film it real quick mm-hmm. and uh, and put it out there. No, it's good. I we've got a Wise Guys Comedy Club, which is a really well respected comedy club in Utah. And then that Dry Bar Comedy thing is out here too. So we've got some we've got some comedy stuff happening out in I, in Utah. I'm, I'm totally removed from the pulse. Of uh, Utah's comedy scene. That's I do okay. Not have my fingers on the Most pulse. people are. That's fine. I get I, it. I, I was, totally I was understand. So amazed by it, and that's why <laughs> I was like, I was like, is this what? Like, if you were like, if you were like, made the move to like L.A. or like mm-hmm. New York or something, I think. I like, was wanting to, and then the the dude so, ate the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just 
just have you ever thought about that guy? He just decided to eat a bat, and well, like, I wonder if he lived. It was like Wuhan, like yeah, flea market or something. Mm-hmm. Like a uh, dude, people eat all kinds of weird stuff in yeah. Wuhan. I'm sure if he lived through the COVID that he got as patient zero, and he's just watching everything, I I hope he's like, oh shit, what did I do? Sorry, everybody. This is awkward. (laughs) It wasn't even that good. It wasn't even that good. I didn't cook it right. And I'm sorry, everybody. (laughs) My bat. (laughs) Yeah, my bat. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) That's a t-shirt that we make for patient zero. (laughs) Yeah, it has a number zero and a my bat on it. Whoa, what's that giant jug of stuff? It's water with stuff in it. Oh, it's like electrolytes? Yeah. Nice. Because yeah. I'm I'm a I'm a kind of a meathead, so mm. I gotta I gotta I gotta get up my, my BCAs and my aminos in and such. Ooh, is that a what is what is that, that water? The alkaline? Is it alkaline? Well, no, no, oh, it's okay. it's regular regular ass water, but uh with stuff it's, in it's it. Got some, okay. It's got some stuff. I was just some trying to relate. I know people like the alkaline water. Mm-hmm. Let's talk water, Corey. Yeah. You know, you know, <laughs> let's talk. Let's hit, get the hard hitting issues here. People, people aren't going on podcasts these days and putting <laughs> over the importance of being hydrated AF. Mm. People need to be more hydrated. Oh, sure. If you say so, I'm against it. You're I'm anti. I'm anti hydration. <laughs> I don't believe in the hype. I think it's all propaganda. All this water business. Uh, don't buy into what big water is trying to put out I there. I don't. I do I... unequivocally deny. Look, I'm on some message boards, and there's this mysterious guy named W. He's a friend of Q from QAnon, and he's got all sorts of facts about about water and the fluoride <laughs> and the government it's, and the Clintons. So, yeah, it's just it's, it's poor Chan is the website. <laughs> poor Chan, <laughs> oh, man, you, you pun pun God over here. Good work. The, the Pundertaker is the <laughs> nickname I've been given. That should be your wrestling name, bro. Oh, <laughs> the <yes>. Pundertaker. <laughs> Before you do a move, you do a pun associated with it. Yeah. Like was... Arnold. That's how Arnold kills people in the movies. Yeah. I wonder yeah, if he like I, I did He's gotta get writer's block sometimes. He's like, hang on, I'm gonna kill you, but I have to think of a pun. Hold on yeah, a like, minute. Did you ever see Last Action Hero? Like he just he was like a parody of himself where he just kind of like made puns on on stuff. Like, uh-huh. did you see the movie? Or I didn't, am I giving but that you sounds very Arnold for to a 30-year-old movie? <laughs> There's a statute of limitation on spoilers. Yeah. But. Well, you know, they they do spoil statues now. They pull them down. Hmm. Are you there's, pro? There's a statue. Have, you're in Philly. Did they do that to the Rocky statue? No, that's still there. That's okay, still there. Okay, good, good. As long as they don't well, cancel mean, Rocky, Stallone. Rocky was like, Rocky is a, 
Rocky's like an all loving, all accepting. Like he didn't, he didn't ever uh, like no. judge anybody, and he wasn't racist. <laughs> like he, like he, like took care of of Paulie's sister, who like she was clearly like Down syndrome, or like yeah. on the Asperger's <laughs> spectrum, like. I never thought of that, but Adrian for sure is on the yeah. On and the then spectrum. like, and like, Paulie was kind of a a racist dickhead, and right. like, and Rock was like, "Come on, Paulie, stop being such an asshole." Like mm-hmm. he was kind of like, he was kind of preaching the wokeness <laughs> before wokeness was a thing. Yeah, uh-huh. and like he became he became such close friends with Apollo Creed that they were like playing yeah. around on the beach. <laughs> they were they were goofing around, splashing Look. each other. He deserves a statue, just based right. off of all of the fictional accomplishments he had, like a hundred percent. And, and he also, he said the very famous line: mm-hmm. "If I can change, and you can you change, can change. We all we all can, can change." <laughs> that ended the Cold War. It was yeah. incredible. That was the end of it. I always say Rocky Four is the best Rocky Four of all the Rocky Fours. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's never been a Rocky uh-huh. four quite as good as Rocky. people say. Like, what's the best Rocky movie? And it's Rocky, but the best Rocky four is Rocky four. They really turned <laughs> up heat on the Cold War. Yeah, <laughs> boom! And the under the Undertaker strikes again. The tombstone pile driver. <laughs> the uh, uh, man, the. The joke writing, like, when it comes to, like, what's, what's, what's sort of, like, your process and that kind of thing? Like, wh- like for me. For mm-hmm. me, it's like, I'll have, a, I'll have, like, a couple things that I, like, I like jot down. I'm like, all right, I'm going to hit that premise at uh-huh. some mics and then kind of uh-huh. work it out and find where it's got legs. Is uh-huh. that sort of your method or do you do, like, a write it all out and, like, make sure you have to hit it the way that it goes? Well, it depends on how my depression is acting up. If I am uh, <laughs> feeling especially motivated, I like to write it out. That usually doesn't happen that way. It's usually like, uh, okay, I have this premise, and I'll just go to a mic and try it out. So it's that same mm. way. Yeah. But that each method has its own pros and cons. And sometimes you feel like you want to do this joke more written. And sometimes you're like, nah, I want to kind of work it out on stage. So it just kind of depends. I'm a, I'm not a, like, uh, what should I say? A method snob. Do whatever method that you think works for you. They're all great methods. So, So what was the situation like for you? Like, did you have both parents? Did you have siblings? Did you grow up religious? I mean, Utah mm-hmm. kind of sometimes. Grew up religious. My dad Mormon. is from, yeah, grew up Mormon. Mm-hmm. Still pretty Mormon. Mormonish. Mm-hmm. I try and be a, a cool Mormon. And uh, uh, my dad's from Italy. He's an immigrant. From Italy, he's a comic book artist, so that was interesting growing up. He that's, drew, yeah. That's, that's like that's a that's a fostering creativity. Yeah, that's like, such a like a hey. So I'm now, like, like my whole career, I just have to top his, which is gonna be <laughs> so hard. He drew comics. I am a comic. He drew right. me. He yeah. drew me. <laughs> <laughs> it's right, 
And so I, I, so here's a funny story. So he did uh, this comic called Firebrand. He was in charge of like helping revamp it. Um, it's a DC comic. Firebrand. Firebrand. Right. And fire sorry brand. if I'm slurry today. I was at the dentist, so oh, that's I why you're I sound like I'm talk drunk. About how drunk you are. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm slurry. You're Mormon, but I'm like so totally drunk. plastered right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you watch do you watch Rick and Morty? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, if, if I, it's like if I didn't want to be drunk, I wouldn't be drunk. Like if I didn't want to drink, I wouldn't be drunk right now. Have you watched uh, Back to the Future after watching Rick and Morty? My uh, reaction was like, man, they they took a lot of this stuff in Back to the Future from Rick and Morty. This is crazy. No, I haven't gone back and watched. <laughs> I mean, maybe I have, but I just don't. I didn't. I mean, Back to the Future is such like a, it can just be on in the background and you don't need to like yeah. be consuming it as mm-hmm. it's happening. Yeah, it's fun to watch it after you've watched Rick and Morty because you, <laughs> you notice all the things that that Back to the Future stole from Rick and Morty, not the other way around because I yet. have no not idea yet. when things were made. Well, but anyway, so Fire Brand. Brand. Yes, um, and the hero's alter ego's name was Alex Gomez, so he like named him after me because oh. my name's Alex. Not but Gomez. not Gomez. But your middle name, you know, your middle name's not Gomez. That'd be cool. My middle name's Mario. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Italian. Yep, very Italian. <laughs> um, so you haven't heard of Firebrand because that. Uh, it lasted for six issues, and I was about, I don't know, eight at the time. So imagine my emotional roller coaster going from, like, I'm a superhero to nobody cares about me as a superhero. So that <laughs> gave you more than six issues yourself. Yeah, it gave me lots of issues. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they did bring Firebrand back in the comics, I heard. And for one issue, mm-hmm. and I asked my comic book fan friend, like, what happened to him in the comic? And he said he got stabbed in the neck immediately. Like, on the first, he was there for like a page in a, in one page one, next, it got stabbed yeah. in the neck. So I exist in the DC universe. I, and I am, no one's interested in me, and my, I have a weak neck. So it's you can tell it's based off of my life, because if you stab me in the neck, I, that, that I share that attribute with Firebrand. If you stab us in the neck, we die. <laughs> my, I'm a superhero in the DC universe. My only weakness is getting stabbed in the neck. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is dumb, because my neck is made of fire in the comics. So I don't know how he stabs him in the neck. <laughs> He's a water blade. I guess it was just like for show the fire neck, but no wonder, no wonder you hate water so much. I do because fire neck. Uh-huh. <laughs> I am fire brand, and my enemy is water. <laughs> That's how they should have took me out in the comics and just pour a thing of water on my neck. H two no. <laughs> That's right, Pundertaker. I'm here to say H to no. Is anyone I keeping see. score? You're like 10 for 10 on these. This is incredible to witness. This is like watching LeBron play. You're just 
It's <laughs> awe-inspiring, no your pun abilities. No one's ever compared me to a real athlete. It's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> you are a real athlete. <laughs> like, Pro wrestling's fake, though. <laughs> it's... You, the shape you have to be in isn't fake, and the moves you have to do aren't fake. Mm. That's what I didn't get growing up. I, I was even if it is fake, it's today. cool. I was laughing about this today because my my jaw hurts a lot, mm-hmm. and I like when I like if I yawn sometimes my jaw hurts. I'm like ah, my jaw's messed up from all the fake punches I've taken in the face <laughs> because wrestling's fake. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was because you had to make the punch in the face face where you're like, <clears throat> yeah, and that's got to tire your jaw out for yeah. after a while. Just, just sell the fake punches. Oh, oh. and sometimes your jaw goes the, in the opposite direction, like it goes towards the punch. You got to keep track of it. Mm. Like with real fighting, that's not as much brain power goes into it. Because oh. if you get punched in the face, your head goes naturally the one way i think the the idea of it is what the way i look at it and what why i like what i do way better than that Uh is because i'm not under the illusion that i'm winning anything it's not like a competitive sport you know what i mean like i know it's Uh it's a show and it's about like Uh putting on the best performance it's about Uh getting the audience into it and it's not about like winning or losing and sometimes people in a competitive sport get their ego so wrapped up in it and it's uh-huh. like oh if i lose it's the most important thing mm. i've been training for this for months mm-hmm. and, you know you saw rocky four he was uh, yeah. run, running with those logs <laughs> yeah you also have fictional achievements so good for you that, you yes. share that with with rocky i hope they make you a statue one day as well I hope so. He's the only person in the country with the statue for his fictional achievements. And right. I find that very admirable. So how does it work in your uh, in your wrestling league? Are there writers or do you kind of decide amongst yourselves how Dude, the plot is going to go? It's the Wild West, man. It's the indies. Oh. You know what I mean? It's not like there's no there's no like president of a company. It's like you you work for all different places and like you get paid like. 20 bucks or something it's like it's like oh, doing comedy yeah. or being in a cover band it's like uh-huh it's not it's not any, i'm it's sure not, i've always not, wondered that about wrestling because i have do you know marcus hardy he was on uh, last comic standing and he's from utah he's he, and he has dabbled in uh wrestling his wife is marty daniels she's a female wrestler no. anyway so they're like up and coming I'll go for it. Oh, the only friend of mine who did Let's Comic Standing was Monroe Martin. Oh, cool. And uh, and I guess I guess uh, I think Todd Glass was on the first the first season. Oh yeah, he's so funny. You know Todd Glass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? He's so funny. That's rad. Anyway, so. I've always wondered that about wrestling, though. I assume it's a lot like stand-up, where you have to come and make your, like, pay your dues and work your yeah. way up. And that's here's why I like comedy. This is why I like doing comedy. Uh-huh. Because if a joke, if a joke doesn't land, no one's hitting me with anything. Uh-huh. I'm not. There's no consequence <laughs> to like telling a joke that doesn't get over. I don't get punched in the face. I don't have to take my clothes off. 
(laughs) All of that stuff is great. Oh, there you go. I just show up, show up to a place with my clothes on. I don't ever have to take them off. I don't have to put on different clothes. Like, That's awesome. Uh, so every time someone tells me I couldn't do what you do, it's so hard. I'm like, well, you should try professional wrestling. It's yeah, even harder. Off. Yeah, you have to right. do. <laughs> so is it kind of improv? Or does like when you get to the show, they tell you like what's going to happen? I mean, it's, it's, it's different everywhere, man. It's always different. It's like, yeah. you know, it's, a diff- it's like a depending on who you're working with and what their level of experience is. You know, some people some people like to call out every single thing. Some people like to just like let it go and like figure it out while you're out there. Uh-huh. It's just like comedy. It's exactly the same thing. It's like That's awesome. Like it's like writing methods, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes. Comedy and wrestling are just the same. Like I have friends in comedy who will be like, Oh, I've read so many wrestlers' books. And in the books, it's just like they're writing about comedy. Uh-huh. So, well, that's cool. Well, I, you're the in part of the entertainment industry that I didn't know was, was so related. Yeah. And I also, knowing this, want to abolish all improv troops and turn them into wrestling <laughs> wrestlers. There's no reason for improv troops if wrestlers are doing the same thing. So either start wrestling improv troops or get the hell out of the business. This is this is uh this 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 declaration brought to you. Yeah. Brought to that's you by not water. Now. Not water. Yeah. <laughs> I have very passionate stances on very obscure topics. Improv and water. Is that like a toy onion ring that you're playing? I have with? no idea. I found it on my desk. It's like a wooden ring. I think it goes to my my infant son's toy, and now I'm just nervously playing with it. (laughs) What is that thing? But I'm just doing magic tricks now. Ah, now you see it on an audio podcast. Just act amazed, Corey. Yeah, whoa! I'm great at magic. Another related entertainment (laughs) discipline. It it is kind of related. You know, it's weird. Um. Like ventriloquist, prop comics, magic. Uh, it's it's weird how it all gets like wrapped into like comedy, like the comedy uh-huh. umbrella. But like uh-huh. that stuff's kind of different. Like magic mm-hmm. is different. Like like Amazing Jonathan isn't like a a comedian. Like no. Like but what's a guy? He was he was a legend, and he was yeah. very funny. And the kind yeah. of magic he did was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And um, Jeff Dunham. Like, if if I'm talking to somebody and I'm like, oh, who's your favorite comic? And they're like, Jeff Dunham. I'm like, oh, he's not really a comedian. <laughs> I get he's funny. He's more he's of funny, a wrestler. But he's not really. To look at him. Yeah. We're not really doing that. <laughs> not really what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're like, <laughs> my, it's like, I, I didn't realize I had to talk to people and like, like they're eight balls. Mm-hmm. Sewers is not good. <laughs> Check back later. <laughs> yeah, that must be weird to be a ventriloquist because when you're thinking of jokes, you're like, what can, what would not me say? Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of similar as like it's kind of similar to like script writing. I 
I bet. You know what I mean? Mm. Where it's like, like, oh, this is an asshole character who I want to get over as an asshole. So I got to make sure he says asshole things. Uh-huh. I'll be playing the straight guy. Not, 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 not that being a not straight guy is the uh-huh. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Look, here's another stance I just developed now. Just now. You you ready? This yeah. Is, and now I believe this for the rest of my life. Every comedian should be eloquent <sighs> because look, if comedians are worried about getting canceled. There's no chance. You always blame it. Ventriloquists have a perfect out every time. I didn't say that. (laughs) Ahmed, the terrorist skeleton, said it. I would never say anything like that. Mm -hmm. So all these comics worried about getting canceled just become ventriloquists. That's (laughs) what I say. Every comic. Look, if you can't speak without your lips moving, you're not a comedian. And that includes me. So. Maybe you just just use your hand. Like, no, that wasn't me. That wasn't that was me. my hand. That was my that right was my hand. hand. <laughs> you know how they say talk to the hand? They're talking about actually talking to the hand. <laughs> yep, that's what I'm going to do now. If if I say anything like unpolitically correct, it's my I, right hand. It, it was my thumbs. Right. I'm blaming my hand. Does Jeff Dunham have Twitter accounts for all of those different puppets? If, if you if you think about it hard enough, you can avoid accountability for anything. That's what I'm about. I don't want to take accountability for things. <laughs> I don't want responsibility for my actions. That's what America is all about. <laughs> yeah, just just shift the blame. Take that wasn't else. me. That was a, a sign of the times. <laughs> I'm just a product of my generation. <laughs> That's how to do ventriloquism on a on a macro level. Just <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it was back in my day. That's that's the puppet talking. You just have a puppet that's your grandma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My head went to a very dark place. (laughs) After your grandma dies, you just turn them into puppets, and then you blame all of your racist thoughts on. I mean, my grandma said it. She was she grew up in a different time. (laughs) Hey, man, you you have to be careful when you're. You can't say this to your grandma. You can't say it went to a dark place because they don't like the darks. Uh Luckily, both my grandmas, well, not luckily, both my grandmas are dead. And even if they were alive, they wouldn't know how to download a podcast. No, <laughs> so no. I think I'm What's okay. Pod- What's the podcast? <laughs> I mean, now I'm going to, like, turn them into puppets. Oh, yeah. I mean, it has, Obviously. To, be, it has to be the case. <laughs> what, what if Jeff Dunham's skeleton guy puppet is actually his grandma? Jeff Let- Mumum. Mumum. There you go. Jeff's you mom. heard it here first. Jeff Dunham's my mom. Yep. Let's spread that rumor throughout the world. <laughs> that's not a puppet. That's his grandmother's remains. <laughs> <laughs> and he turned it into a little terrorist puppet. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It could be a grandpa too. Grandpa. Let's not just. Let's <laughs> yeah, just we're gonna have. It. I'm going to have to have their temperance Brennan from Bones analyze what kind of bones the Jeff Dunham puppet has and if they're male or female. 
Puppet bones? Yeah, no one's analyzed them anatomically. Maybe maybe that puppet is a woman and it just identifies as a man. Maybe Jeff Dunham is more woke than we thought. Sure, it's like a racist stereotype of a of a, a terrorist, but maybe it's a transgender terrorist. Renewed. Uncanceled. There you go. Uncanceled. Uncanceled. <laughs> Jeff Dunn no more. Um. <laughs> Man, you're 15 for 15 now. This streak is unbelievable. Good for you. You should Thanks, be proud of yourself. Man. Yeah. Well, you know... Is that how you got those big muscles from patting yourself on the back so much? <laughs> no, my shoulders are a little messed up. <laughs> yeah, got some messed up shoulders from the patting. There you go. Why are you so sore? Oh, I was just, just patting myself on the back for making great puns and being woke. Just just stretching for later pot, pats on my back. Yeah. Just gotta get them stretched. You gotta in. stretch before or else you get sore from patting yourself on the back so much. <laughs> it's very important. So um what this is a weird question that I that I, I, I think is appropriate. Uh, I love as a comedian, as a uh-huh. as a as a person, we actually had this a little bit of a conversation earlier where we talked about the the validation that we seek mm-hmm. the, the val- and it goes into the the muscle talk too and the patting myself on the back the validation that we seek usually comes from some type of damage that we have in our lives some sort mm. of hole that we need to fill our depression that comes from somewhere where do you where do you like point to like that's where it is that's the that's the depression that's the the hole that's the damage hmm. what is that for you uh, probably growing up, like having a creative dad, like made it so like, I felt like I had to be creative and like prove myself that way. And, uh, I remember thinking like, well, I don't want to be an artist cause it seems hard to get jobs as an <laughs> artist. And then I was dumb and fell in love with comedy. How stupid. <laughs> it's the same shit. So that's probably where it comes from. Like wanting to get validated creatively. Well, I mean, now that, now that like you do it, mm-hmm. is that does that hole filled some, or is Never. it just like just just deepens. like a temporary scratch on an itch? Oh yeah. The more you accomplish, the deeper the hole goes, and you'll never be able to fill it. <laughs> well. How I hope you, this is encouraging you, to new comedians. Oh yeah, I it, that's that's the market. And I'm not, I know I'm saying it in a joking way, but I'm totally not joking. I don't see myself ever being satisfied with my career, and I don't think most comedians are. I think there's Jerry Seinfeld who's very satisfied with his career, and then there's everyone else. No one is satisfied. I I uh you, you get, get ready to pat yourself in the back there? Oh, yeah. That's why I'm stretching. Good for me. That was an astute observation, Alex. Good job. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that I think that something there's a there's for sure. That's that's absolutely valid, in my opinion. I think like mm-hmm. you really like hit the nail on the head. I have to say, though, I think that there's sort of ways to 
flex inside of that to the like mm-hmm. to maneuver around that. Like, yeah. like I think the way you talk to yourself about yourself makes a lot of difference. Cause like, do you celebrate your stuff? Like you celebrate like how dude, how dude you killed it. You nailed it. Like you, Oh, you, thanks. That, uh, that's yeah, special. I'm, I'm learning how to do that. It's kind of a recent development for me. Cause like, I haven't, this shouldn't come as a surprise, but I've been going to therapy. Oh, yeah. Right. So like when you hear comedians say that your reaction should be, well, of course, but I've yeah. never done it up until like a f- couple months ago. And you just learn like to celebrate yourself and like find, tell yourself that you're worth, you have worth, mm-hmm. which yeah. is counterintuitive to what I've been doing my whole life. So it's an, it's an interesting and new experience. Well, how how old are you, Alex? I'm 31. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You're younger than I am. How old are you? You look I'm, like you're 23. I'm 36. Whoa, killing yeah, it. I'm job, old man. folk. Nice. Old folk. <laughs> <laughs> as as uh, evidenced by my Wild Stallions shirt referencing <laughs> Bill and Ted. Nice. <laughs> I need to watch the new one still. So have you always celebrated yourself or did you have to uh, learn how to do it too? Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an evolving process. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, to me, it's like, it's the, the amount of like, you can't let other people's, other people's view on you for me, mm-hmm. can't let other people's view on you affect what your worth is to you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like uh, a really good friend of mine. And I probably told the story on the podcast a million times. A really good friend of mine was this man, Aaron Ganey. Mm-hmm. And he used to say to me, like, he used to, he was, a, he was a wrestler too. He used to, like, help all these people. And he would, like, get people into the business who didn't belong. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just like, oh, they're big fans. And, like, I can help someone, so I am going to. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, and then ultimately, those people would wind up screwing him over. Or like no showing him, or like, like, kind of like maybe making him look bad at some places, and he'd still be doing it. And I'd be like, Aaron, why do you do like these people? These people don't deserve your help so much. And he's like, Yeah, but if I had the opportunity to help somebody and I didn't, I wouldn't be me. Mm. So I'm gonna continue to help people when I have the opportunity to. Yeah. So, like that gave him uh worth in himself like where he he's like i'm celebrating me in this you know so yeah. i took a little piece of that and i take it back and i go well like well i you know i haven't i haven't made a living on any of the things that i want to make a living in yet but that's yet i mean i'm still affecting as much as i can while i can you know yeah and uh that's something else i've been learning how to do is just uh, enjoy the journey Mm-hmm. And uh, it sounds trite, but like, if you're always just frustrated that you're not at a certain place yet, then you're just gonna live out your life miserable. Like your your uh, your happiness shouldn't be dictated by outcomes; it should just be dictated by your attitude. There's there's a band from like back in the day. Uh, back in the day, I'm meaning like like 
the mid 2000s. Uh-huh. And they had a song called Hey Jane. The, ba- the band was called Pink Spiders. Uh-huh. And they said, don't let your, your life's income determine your life's outcome. Mm, that's a great that's a great and line. I always held on to that. And I was like, ah, you yeah, know, like you're you're never as you're never as like beaten down as you feel inside of your struggles, because mm-hmm. on the other side of your struggles are like the best times in your life. So mm-hmm. if you're like, man, stuff sucks, then you're like, mm-hmm. wow. Things are about to be really good. Uh-huh. Right? But then always you always look back good. on those times like, oh, man, I was learning so much. And that was actually kind of cool what I was doing, even though right. it was hard. And it's like your friend, like he just enjoyed what he loved about himself. And he made sure to always, always do it. Right. Do you want to hear something trippy I've been thinking about lately? Do you like, uh, do you like theoretical physics, Cornelius? Sure, sure. (laughs) Well, I think it's quantum theory. I was watching a PBS special. And when you observe like quantum particles, like things that are smaller than atoms, uh, they say that like you observing them actually changes the way they behave. So Mm. basically like the act of observing something changes the way it behaves. So I kind of took that to mean like, well, the way I can only dictate what my reality is by the way I observe it. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the same thing for you. Your reality is just you observing reality. Mm-hmm. And so I can change my reality by the way I'm observing it. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like that. I forget what law of theoretical physics it is, but it's like one of the, it's not one of the Newton ones, but it's one of the, the newer ones. <laughs> <laughs> the, act of, the act of observing something changes the way it behaves. So you can make your own reality by the way that you observe it. Newton, more like Olden. Boom. You need like an audio drop or something every time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just do it by hand. That's right. Acoustic. But, no, but I feel like similar to, similar to like, a tree falling in the woods. Like the whole idea is like, is it going right. to make a sound? Like no one's there to uh-huh. hear. It's like screaming in space. And I, I say that about, about what I'm doing here. I'm like, well, uh, uh, who knows, you know, who knows who's listening to this or how uh-huh. many downloads any of it gets. But uh, <clears throat> eventually I'll know that this, all this led to whatever winds up being, and I'm going to never stop doing it i don't right. plan on ever stop if you stop evolving you start dying yeah so i don't plan on stopping that's great and your your uh, happiness isn't dictated by results it's just dictated by your effort and your attitude i yeah i i can't get i can't get lost in the statistics or like I don't have anybody going like, "Hey, your show sucks." Like, I'm not, I'm not big enough for that to happen. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> like your struggles change when your success changes. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Because, like, if my show is bigger and a lot of people listen to mm-hmm. it, like, like you can't imagine, like Joe Rogan, like uh-huh. 90 million people a month download his podcast. Uh-huh. Like, there's gotta be there's comments that are like, "Dude, f you, man, your stuff sucks. You're a tool. Mm-hmm. You're a douchebag." 
Like mm-hmm. nobody's hitting me with that. I mean, if you hit me with that, sure. I, uh, I I'll, yeah, I'll, there's some, definitely some negatives, like the more popular you get. Right. Like and the it, Louis CK who has been canceled, but I heard it was just a puppet that did it. Anyway, <laughs> he, he was on Letterman <laughs> once. Yeah. It was just a puppet. that talk, did all Talk that to the stuff. hand. It's his they, fault. Literally the hand did all that. Anyway, (laughs) he was on Letterman once and he he said like he was reaching the level of fame where people that didn't want to know who he was started knowing who he was, Mm -hmm. which is where you start getting hate from because you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, F you, what are you doing in my life? I didn't ask for you. And then that's where all the hate comes from. So there's like not being famous enough to where people that don't want to know who you are. Well, I mean, I, I I have a lot of things where I'll say, like, if I'm talking about a thing and I can read it on you that you're not liking it, like if I'm saying it right to you and I'm reading on you that you don't like it, I'm like, uh-huh. well, this isn't for you. So I'll switch the topic. If uh-huh. you're downloading a show and you're listening to it, it took that effort. You know what I mean? It took that effort for you to find the thing that you didn't like. But that, that thing wasn't for you. Doesn't mean that everything sucks. It's just like no, it's just, it's just the way they perceived it. It's and, and that's why I always at 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 any point in the show, I always talk about how the the currency of your effort, the currency of your attention. Uh huh. Because honestly, like when they say paying attention, yeah. Uh huh took the the effort like this isn't on the regular tv or radio you can't just turn it on and it be on you have to like take some extra steps to get to it yeah so if i got your attention and and your effort came into getting your attention and i held it for the whole time Uh i'm so grateful i'm super grateful (laughs) like i can't do anything except for like just say thank you thank you and Mm -hmm. if there's anything in here that's not for you Sorry about that. Maybe keep going. Maybe keep yeah. going. If not, turn it off. Whatever. It's not for you. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny the way people are that, like, just because they don't like something, they totally discount it for everyone else on the planet. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, they talked about a thing on there that I didn't like. Let me tell you my version of the story in which uh-huh. it offended me so that you'll know that it's not for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it didn't give somebody the opportunity to find out for themselves whether they liked it or not. Yeah. Being it's, a critic is weird. Oh, I know. <laughs> How do you, what, what like uh, education do you have to get to be a critic? Do you just uh, I think major you just in have... being an asshole or what is it? Oh, a, ma- a major asshole. Yeah. No, I, I think honestly, I think it has to do with just like having, having a good spell check and maybe somebody to proofread your stuff. And oh, then like right. having, a, having a friend who runs a website that like, will put it out for you. Uh, like, maybe that's like, it with any, with anything. It's like who, you know, it's like that's being true. the right place at the right time. You know, just imagine going to critic school, <laughs> taking critical one one and just, your professor trying to talk and then you just constantly interrupt them. I don't think that's right. I don't like the way you phrased it. They're like, you passed. I'm like, no, I didn't. You know, you know what that sentence and a basketball have in common? (laughs) Dribble. 
<laughs> Cornelius with another victory. <laughs> I know the the listeners can't see this, but he gets a look in his eye when he's a drop, about to drop some mad fire puns on you, and it's very nice to see. I like watching it happen. My old roommate would say, like, he saw me light up as it was in time, uh-huh. as it was time to time to deliver yeah. it. Uh-huh. But it, it's it's weird. Is like um, I haven't I don't really do a lot of them in my sets. A lot of puns, like I do, I because like people go, well, they're lazy. That's lazy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, it's it takes smarts, and sometimes like it's not my stupidity that makes you not understand it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. um, you don't have kids, right? No, I don't. So no. all of your dad jokes are illegitimate. Yes. <laughs> That's mine that I always drop on people. <laughs> I love puns. It's illegitimate just... dad jokes. Yeah, illegitimate dad jokes. Well, here's the thing. I started telling a joke and then I pulled out. <laughs> That's how you have not a dad joke. <laughs> Dad joke is not wanting to pull out of the joke. My dad joke. Yeah. And you know what? I, I birthed this joke and I have to stand by it now. And if I abandon this joke, I'm still going to have to pay for it. So I've got to stick with it and be a good nurture this joke. Joke support. So that. I don't, can't afford the joke support. People bashing on dad jokes is very irresponsible because we need more like good dad joke role models to nurture these jokes. You can't just abandon them or like pull out. Oh, you can pull out. That's the responsible thing to do. You're doing the responsible thing. But that was funny that that in and of itself was a dad joke. I... Good for you. <laughs> you just, uh, I just did a, a trivia game the other night uh, on, mm-hmm. on this guy's podcast. And and it was like a quizzo game, and he was like, "In what movie did Arnold Schwarzenegger get pregnant?" <laughs> and, and I was like, "I was like, well, the the one where he didn't keep it was called the Terminator." Oh my gosh, that is such a good joke! Oh, pat yourself on the back. Do it. And and then. And in the sequel, while he's walking out of the clinic, it's called Judgment Day. (laughs) That's like finding out all the M. Night Shyamalan movies are connected. That's crazy. You know what's weird? You know what's weird is the thought that I've been having lately? And it's not... It's just... It's just... It feels mean. It feels mean when people say... And I don't know why we've normalized this. And I hate it. And I watched... I will harshly judge anyone when they do it. When someone says Shamalama ding dong, I get so mad. Like it feels like someone's squeezing my balls. I just, <laughs> Why? Hate, I just don't like it at all. It feels racist and That's hateful. I don't like very it. Very racist. Like, yes. You call him, call him knight, do something else. Don't call him Shamalama ding dong. That feels like it feels like cringy like it feels mm. it feels like nails on a chalkboard or something like i just 
like that's it. I stand uh, by that. I I agree with you. Yeah. So if you hear anybody say Shyamalama Ding Dong, say you are a Ding Dong. Don't don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> Me and you are gonna now start a nonprofit, just raising awareness to not call M Night Shyamalan Shyamalama Ding Dong. Uh, honestly, dude, it's, it's great. It should be, I shouldn't even have said it in that sentence. Well, well, I mean, you had you had, you had to say it to to I shouldn't uh, have get the point across yeah, the S word. That's what I'm going to yes. say from now on. It's a very niche cause, but I feel like it needs to get awareness. It's not just breast. Everyone knows about breast cancer. Yeah. Yeah. What, what about M. Night Shyamalan nicknames? Yeah. Speaking of awareness. Well, well, I mean, also a Philly guy. He's he's like from around here. Oh, I didn't know that. Man. Yeah. Philly's got all, all the people. Take from, place in Philly. You got Rocky and... M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. The big is, two. Yeah. And <laughs> what do you never see like Glass or or Unbreakable or uh-huh. um, or uh, Split? Split. All that was all Philly, man. Everything was. And uh, his uh, his like Apple TV series called Servant. That's like, that's like that's like down the street from here. <laughs> wow. I had no idea. Yeah, man, I need to get out more. And you got the cheesesteaks from there. Dude, come here. Come I here. will. You can come here. I mean, you got a baby and stuff. Don't bring the baby. I don't like baby. No, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got that baby from not pulling out. Okay, thank you very much. You, you committed. I committed to the baby. <laughs> how how was your baby? He's a uh, one year old. Can you hear him in the background? No, crying? no, but. Oh, okay. No, you told yeah. me you had a baby. When so. you said when you said N. Night Shyamalan's nickname, he began to weep. He also does not like it when people call him that. <laughs> He's a very well, prescient child. I have a I have a friend. I have a friend who who's been on my podcast a few times. He's a motivational speaker. Uh-huh. Uh, he he is like. He's he said this phrase to me, and he like has a T-shirt about it. It it says "Change what we normalize." And uh-huh. I fully, I I fully, fully, fully support that. Uh huh. I I was like, it, here's just a little quick example. Like I was somewhere, and somebody was like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not taking a shower. I'm just gonna take a PR shower real quick, like <laughs> spray my armpits and stuff." And I was like, "Don't say that." And they're like. Nobody heard me. And I was like, it's not about somebody hearing you. It's that you've normalized that to yourself. Change that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, even though you're not racist, uh-huh. that's racist. Change that. Oh, I'm just finding out what PR stood for in that sentence. I right. thought it meant public relations. I'm like. Yes, public relations. <laughs> that's, when you, yeah. that's when you spray I've apologies kind of a on your, that in my, in my on special. Your yeah, did you get that far? Where did you get that far in my special? I close on a joke kind of like that. I, I dude, I watch the whole thing. I watch. Oh it yeah, because I have like a an adopted brother who's black, and I, yeah, yeah. And I also noticed that like people do that when they're being racist. They'll like look around for the person mm-hmm. of that race before they say it. I'm like, it's still racist. It's not right. like a 
it's, it's, not it's like, like you said, it's not like a tree falling in the forest. Put a cloak over your racism. Yeah. I'm, Get out of here. I'm, I'm bad man. <laughs> no one sees. I started, the, I started, I got hired for this job like a couple months ago, but I didn't start. Um, mm-hmm. When it was like the orientation, uh, it was like a, it was a, a, a bus driving job. Mm-hmm. So the, or, the orientation of the job was like the, the, they make you watch the videos and f- fill out all the forms. And the lady, the lady, <laughs> the lady who was like, going over all the paperwork with me she was like all right this basically just sign this this you know this says you don't talk about you don't talk about this or that and race relations and such and she's like <laughs> as she did the head turn uh-huh. i was like oh god something's coming uh-oh she's like she was like with all the f- with all the fucking black lives matter thing going on oh no and i, and I was like <sighs> I was like, not here and not not can't do that. Ah, like, gross. I was like, yo, bitch ass canceled, Janice. <laughs> I got that all on tape. <laughs> Gonna about to cancel your ass, Janice. <laughs> I don't know what her name was, but sure, it sounds like a like a a, a white lady name. I guess I kind of went with Karen. That's that's kind of overdone now. I feel mm-hmm. like Karen's way overdone. Yeah. No, change what you normalize. Yes, We're changing it yes. to Janice now. Janice now. You heard it here first on the Evolving with Corey podcast. It's we're, Janice we're, now. We're evolving what we normalize. Yes. And, Karen and, was very funny at the beginning before it became a hack thing because it's got that hard K sound. Yeah. But well, it's over like, now. I I think that I feel like when I'm on stage, my 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 like my hard Hard words come like, like uh, I like to. I don't mind taking out the garbage. I don't. <laughs> and everything yeah. turns like I have to like. Everything. My buddies always make fun of my hard K when I'm on stage. Facebook, like drag it out. But it's funnier that way. Twitter. Twitter. Gotta enunciate. What were we talking about? <laughs> we were going in a good direction, and then Janice, I derailed it. We were talking about canceling Janice. Janice. Yes. Um, so how yeah, old your like, brother? He's 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's older now. You said he's you have old. older parents too, right? How old are your parents? Uh, 63 and 65. Oh, that's not that old. That's that old. I know. You're With my younger like, brother, who's 17, that's like, probably pretty old. <laughs> you said yeah. you older I was picturing them being like, I'm old. Oh, oh no. Okay. <laughs> Holding they, their back. They gotta old. hold their old people yeah. gotta hold a cane and hold their back. There's no other way. <laughs> I'm old. Mm-hmm. They got like sore from patting themselves on the back their whole lives and now they have back problems. That's why you gotta stretch. <laughs> Do you remember that old Todd Glass joke when he was like he was like, When I was a kid, I thought fifty was old. Like be like I'm 50. And he's like, now that I'm an adult, people are like, hey, I'm 50. Yeah, I'm I'm in a band. We play this Tuesday at the bar. <laughs> Come out. <laughs> he's not from Philly, is he? Yes. Like, yeah, he's from Philly. You just said that. I'm sorry. 
Along with the therapy comes new medications, Corey, and they sometimes mess with me. <laughs> well, but I'm evolving. I'm learning. Let me. <laughs> He's looking. Uh, oh boy, what's happening? You know, you know that with all this Black Lives Matter. Oh, please, please, that, that sounds like a cop out. It is. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny that that's the phrase that you use to get out of responsibility for your actions. Oh, it's the Medicaid. Oh, I'm, a, I'm an Aries. I'm oh, an Aries. I know. Oh, no, I have, a, I have a qualified immunity. That's my cop out. I'm a cop. <laughs> well, okay. I shouldn't have to take responsibility for my actions on the job. That's my cop out. That's how it came saw... Realizing I... that's where the phrase came from. That's incredible. I had a bit. I had a bit that I was doing. I did it for like a minute when I I was on like the dating apps on like uh, mm. Tinder, the dating apps. I was dating <laughs> Tinder. And then Bumble. I I saw the one woman's profile and it said a proud cancer, and I was like, Why would you advertise that? That means you're shitty at this relationship. I don't want it. Get out of here. <laughs> do you do that cop out thing on stage? Because that's no, great. No, oh. no, no. Okay, cool. I'm taking it then. Do it. Do it. It's yours. <laughs> what a shitty that... comic I am. No, 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 I'm doing that now. Was that was is that something you do on stage? Yeah, right, yeah. I'll write it down. <laughs> cop out. Yeah. Have you been on stage? Like to ask, like the quarantine like end everything? Does is like anything going on in Utah as far as like Yeah, comedy? the yeah, the club's open um, at reduced capacity. And uh, yeah, so I opened for Paul Verzi this last weekend, and I'm headlining this weekend. Well, if you come to this area, uh -huh. if you come to this area and you're like on tour or anything, uh -huh. for sure hit me up because I want to hang out. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. I want to. I like I like that we're friends now, and I'm glad that you know this is just the start. This is absolutely just it. the start. Yeah, I've been doing some of these podcasts to like promote that new special, and I just love that I make all these new friends now. It's great. And you're super cool, and we should. I hope people listen to us just fall in love on this podcast because it's been nice for me. I hope nice for you, and I hope it helps. The emotional hole that you have, and you filled my emotional hole. Just filling each other's holes emotionally. Uh, uh, somebody should make a meme of that. Unless <laughs> holding each other's hearts and going, <laughs> screenshot that. <laughs> or screenshot. a t-shirt with a hole and it says, yeah. fill my emotional in parentheses hole. That'd sell really well. So, that's merch for the Evolving with Corey podcast. You can get it on Teespring. I don't have I don't have merch. I don't have merch for okay. the podcast. I have pro wrestling tees merch. Ooh. You can get my pro wrestling shirts, or or this amazing thing. That's awesome. Shirt. That's great. My, my logo. That's cool. The thing I want to get one now. I'm going to get one. Do I get a discount? Is there a promo code? Um, there isn't, but there, there was a fall sale that just ended. Ah, shit. I know, I know that 
well, on pro wrestling tees, I think. Uh, Uh, a Teespring shop uh-huh. where actually everything everything goes directly to the charities that are attached to it. Oh, cool! And all the shirts, all the shirts are super duper cheap. They're oh, all nice. super duper cheap, and nobody ever buys them. Ah, <laughs> for super maybe, cheap and for a good cause. You bunch of assholes right. that listen to this, buy a T-shirt, help out a charity. Help out our new charity for M. Night Shyamalan nickname awareness. Call him by his name. His middle name is Knight. Yes. He's well, born like night. I said, I was getting into saying, like, he's oh, he's from Philly. Yeah. So, like, I did um, I was I did background in uh, the, the Last Airbender. Ooh. Back, back 11 years ago. That's cool. And one of one of the other background actors was this kid Jay, and he went to he went to kindergarten with mm-hmm. uh, with Knight, and he was like, he was like, Manoush, Manoush, get over here, <laughs> and like he caught like that's what the M is. No way, so, Manoush, that's so cool. Yeah, so they just they just chummed it up for a while, Man. and I was like, you know what? I hope I hope I never hear another person call him Ding Dong because I hate it. Oh, I know. And that makes me sad. He felt like he had to go by M. Manoush is like one of the all-time great first names. It is. I'm going to rename my son Manoush now. <laughs> it's like one year old Mutombo. is about the good time to rename somebody. Yeah. It'll be confusing for him, but only for a little bit. He doesn't know words yet. Manoush. <laughs> Confuse. <laughs> He's going to be very confused. <laughs> But, yeah, you never think about Confucius's parents that they picked that name out for him. Confucius. <laughs> Good for them. Con- Confucius had to be very certain in everything he said. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, Confucius, you're just confused. No! No, I'm very <laughs> certain about everything I say! That's how he became so wise, was everyone was, <laughs> he was making fun against of his name. name. Yeah. <laughs> We never think about Confucius's childhood and the childhood bullying he had to put up with with the name new Confucius. New bits that we're working on. We yeah, got I new like bits it. that we're working. Put that in <laughs> you your. You can set. have that one. I'll have the last one. You have that one. <laughs> all right. I think I like Confucius. Confucius has to be very certain. Yeah. I like that. No, that's even all better. you, baby. <laughs> that's a then, great. Then bit. the cop out one. You can keep the cop out. <laughs> okay. Thanks. I'll see if I can get get uh, away with it in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it very conservative there? Uh, yeah, in general, but at the comedy club, it feels like pretty liberal. So, okay. yeah, yeah, it's 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 tough. It's t- it's tough, man. Like it's it's tough when you have and you're in a swing like, state. When you when you got bits that are like, kind of like you gotta like have a free way of thinking. You know what I mean? You gotta you gotta open uh-huh. up your brain ski. Uh-huh. Uh, if 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 you're already like. Democrats are bad. Uh-huh. Like you, you, when you just like dig your heels into stuff and uh-huh. you're not ready to like, not ready to like open up to the idea that this is supposed to be jokes and this is supposed to be uh-huh. funny. Yeah. Are there any like uh, middle of the road people anymore? Do they exist? Do you think? 
I think those they're kind of going extinct. Well, do you remember uh, Brian Regan's last special? He mm-hmm. he did a, He's like a lot of things changed since last time. Uh, we got a new president. <laughs> I don't know. If I've never been more scared to talk about this before. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I I just got like two more things, two okay. more things that I that I want to say, and then we can wrap this thing up. Cool. I'll send you off with a hot dog and a handshake, and we can take it home. Hell yeah! Okay, <laughs> that sounds weird, but okay, I agree well, to it tacitly. Well, a hot dog and a handshake is like the the joke of what independent pro wrestling paydays are. Oh, okay. Like it's not real. Like they don't. They don't it's really get not a whole night hot dog with your handshake, right? Thing. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't know the 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 lingo. No, I apologize. no nobody does. That's nobody on does. M Night Shyamalan disrespect levels that I just did, and I apologize profusely. <laughs> anyway, go for it. I keep derailing you. You you just threw off the minutia. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, blown away. I'm not being sarcastic. This is impressive. <laughs> this whole thing. You guys should seriously be applauding in your cars if you're listening to this. Corey get a, is like a, crushing on a level I have never seen before. And no one's heard before. <laughs> because no one listens. <laughs> they do. But now, of course. That's of course I'm joking, but the the thing I want to say is like your son is one at this point, right? Uh-huh. Can can you imagine when he's like when he's like thirty one? Uh-huh. When he goes like, oh, I wonder, I wonder what dad was really like. Let me go through like audio files. It's probably going to be something different by then. Uh, <laughs> this like, will be like old timey radio to him. But this audio, this. Uh-huh. This podcast, this format is going to outlive us. So I, at this point, say, what on the record would you want? What's his name? Isaac. Would you want Isaac, a.k.a. Manoush, to... <laughs> what would you want him Manoush. To... Watch him at 31 years old when he listens to this. He's like, all right, well, I'm going to eat Manoush now. Uh, I would hope that he's his own person and that like, well, well, this is, this is what I was, I wanted to do a thing where I say, this is audio time travel. Okay. So right now you're speaking directly to To your adult, adult, adult son. Yes. Okay. Uh, Manoush, sorry. I renamed you at one. I'm sure that messed you up growing up. And I'm sure you go by M now. But I want you to know, just be yourself. Just be Manoush. Go by Manoush. Just, and that's a metaphor for you. And I know I sound like I'm kidding, but this is the real advice I would give you, is be Manoush. And uh, don't, I, so many people worry about what their dads think or what their parents think. And just know that uh, you should do what you enjoy and do it for your own reasons. Uh, and enjoy it. Don't be frustrated by the outcomes of what you do. And I'm proud of you, even though that shouldn't matter, Manoush. That's probably what I'd say. 
Well, that that's 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 weird. Uh, honestly, uh, I in in sincerity, like your like parents don't tell their kids that they're proud of them enough. Mm-hmm. Like you seek that mm-hmm. for your entire life. Yeah, like, you will you will seek it forever. Mm-hmm. Like and it's like I I get myself in modes where I'll be like. Oh man, I can't wait till I make my mom proud of me. And my mom will be like, my mom will be like, dude, I'm already proud of you. Stop. I look at you. And I'm like, uh-huh. oh, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't think of it that way. <laughs> but like, I want to earn it, mom. I want you to hate me for a while and then I want to earn it. <laughs> <laughs> but so at this point, I, I also, like, I say that to tell you about my mom. When mm-hmm. I started this podcast, my mom, my mom said to me, she had burned onto a CD uh, a, a voicemail from her mom and from her best friend. Both had passed. And she said to me, I wanted this because you know how like when people pass, you, you forget what their voice sounds like. Mm. And I was like, I don't want that from – I don't want that for me. When mm. I pass, I want you to be able to go back and hear my evolution. You want to be able to hear like – like where I grew up as a person, mm-hmm. like from I started this at 33 mm-hmm. and where I go beyond that. So I like to have conversations on the record. So I had my mom on the show and I had to tell her how much I'm grateful for who I am based on how she raised me mm-hmm. and her, her struggles and everything. I saw the sacrifices that she was making and now appreciate it as a person who has my own sacrifice. Mm-hmm. When my mom was my age, she had four kids. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't even imagine that. I couldn't imagine that. Like, and how ill-equipped I would be to raise anybody's kids. Right? Oh, I know. So, uh, on the record, at this point, I want to tell you how much I appreciate your, your time. And appreciate, yeah. dude, like, you're, you're, you're doing, like... You're doing some some great work, man, and I I can't uh, wait to thanks, see man. I can't wait to you see too. where you go. I can't wait to see where this friendship goes. It's gonna be cool. I I can't wait to see. You know what I mean? Like what yeah. projects come up, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm psyched that I get to be like on the ground floor of it. And I'd like to say on the record, I've thoroughly enjoyed my time with you. You have great energy, and I can tell you're a great person that cares about others, and I think that's very admirable. And I love that your personal philosophy is what it is. And I think that's great. And I'm glad that you've dedicated yourself to spreading that to other people. And I think that's fantastic. So I, I have to end everything everything sincere I say with so and then not have anything to follow up. Well, that's just how I talk. My, my brother, my brother and I make this joke all the time. It's like how people end things with so. My brother would be like, <laughs> my brother would be like, my job gave me a company car, so <laughs> it'll always be like to end where it's yeah. like it's like my my whatever my thing is is better than whatever your thing is. Like it's like a Netflix ending like to an episode of something on Netflix, like so, and it's a cliffhanger. You want me to keep going with this conversation? I'll keep going. <laughs> Continue watching, so, please. I wonder where he's going with this. I think you're a great person. So, and the next episode, you're a piece of shit. 
So that was what I was going to do, but you kind of beat me to the punch on this. Uh-huh. Was, I was going to ask you if you had anything you wanted to say or ask to me before we do the Rapsky. Hmm. What do I want to ask you? I mean, you already said it. So, I mean, you already said the stuff that you wanted to say. Was so I right? I in what your, uh, was, was I right in what your like personal philosophy and mission is? Kind yeah, of? I think, I mean, it didn't take long for you to nail it. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad I can. I'm a forensic personality reader. And, and, and I'm, 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 a, I'm, a little, I'm a little snake in the grass. I'm a little politicker. Uh-huh. So I'm hoping that me getting in on the ground floor here can help me kind of ride your coattails later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I love, I love that. And uh, I don't know. That's kind of what I want to do with my life as well. Like I, ride I need my son. Yeah, ride coattails. No, spread like find because I think that's a big problem in the world, especially now, is that we're not empathizing with other people and like why they may think the way that they do mm-hmm. and that you can disagree with them but like maybe you should also kind of see where they came from and why they think the way that they do and that goes for both sides and uh so i i love that that's what your philosophy is and i would just hope that that's something that more people can adopt because the more we evolve as a society like your logo there you like this product placement I'm doing? I'm freaking yeah, crushing this monologue right now. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> it's really the more amazing. we evolve as a society should be the more empathy we have for other people. And you can see how it's progressed. And it's it's encouraging the way it's progressed. And you can also see how much further we have to go with mm-hmm. trying to put ourselves in other people's shoes. So that's kind of what I want to do. I take big stock in like name meanings. And my name means helper of man. I don't know what my name means, but it's Cornelius. It, well, my real name is actually James. It's not. Oh, me. it is. No, oh. it's like a, uh, it's, it's, it's a stage name. But oh, I see. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know. Maybe it that means, means that I. Maybe it means that I go to the gym. <laughs> it means uh, supplanter. I'm just looking it up right now. Oh, I supplant. Yeah, which is, it has to do with what you're saying, though, uh, evolving. And that's kind of how society works, is that the new generation supplants the old one and does a better job of things. Well, right. that's what I hope to do. Yeah, so there you go. So what, you're doing it. I, we, we opened up the show how I normally close out the show, where I say, hypothetically, hypothetically, uh-huh. I've gifted you this podcast, wherein uh-huh. this is... The very first episode, the pilot episode, if you will, of Evolving with Alex Voluto. Okay. In a very Jerry Springer's final thought sort of way, would you wrap it up in like a like a quick minute, however long it takes, to just kind of like put a little bow on what this episode's meant and what life lessons can be sponged out of it? Uh, enjoy the journey. Uh, no matter how trite that sounds, don't be... Um, don't let your happiness be derived from your results and know that like on a, um, on a, what's it called? Oh man. Yeah. You're a supplanter and I'm a helper. No, on a, like a physics level, like according to the laws of physics, you can change your reality. 
by perceiving and it a if certain way. Y'all, if yous can change and I can change, change then we all can change. We all. <laughs> oh my gosh, swish. <laughs> That was a, as good of a bow as you can possibly get. Holy shit. I want to make sure that I tell you that I'd be happy to be any resource for you I can possibly be. Oh, likewise, if you, need, if, you, if you need a friend, if you just need some, some sort of whatever, if you want to you know, get stuff off your chest, I'm always here for you, man. I, you have oh, my number. Man. Text me mm-hmm. anytime. I'm always around. If you're coming, if you're coming to Philly, I got a good little couch here you can crash on. Hell yeah! Thanks, man. Yeah, likewise. I don't know why you'd come to Utah, but if you decide to, you, I, I'm here for you. Maybe I can see what the uh, what are, what do they got the Chuckle Hut? <laughs> yeah, no, it's Wise Guys. Wise Guys. Maybe yeah. I can come see what the Wise Guys is all about. Yeah, do it, man. I don't, what's the indie <laughs> wrestling scene like in in Utah? I think there is a little one. Ooh. I know that. Yeah, those Ooh. are where my where my friends wrestle. So, right. yeah, You're working up a little bit. Yeah, I'll put in a good word. <laughs> well, send me your wrestling reel. I will. Oh no! But I'm probably uh, um, making promises I can't keep. <laughs> no, I. It's not a promise. There's no promise. <laughs> you have a big in on a, the wrestling, indie wrestling scene. In big Utah. old, big old stab in the dark. It doesn't, <laughs> it's not something I'm going like, well, Alex said he was going to put the word in. Alex, like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not holding my breath. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, dude, thanks so much for your time. Thanks so much. Oh, thank for your effort. Thanks so much for your attention. Anybody listening, if this is your first time checking out Evolving with Corey Castle, go back and check out the other 203 episodes and you know let me know how you feel let me know you exist let me know you like it let me know you yeah. dislike it leave a like five-star rating and review am i right cory and, and check out alex's too. podcast what's your podcast yeah. called alex it's called free lunch with alex Valudo. so that- i buy lunches for strangers on craigslist and <laughs> much like this show i find out what i have in common with them so it's both weird and awkward and funny, but also kind of nice to find out what you have in common with just a random person. One one of my one of my podcasts that I used to listen to all the time was this guy from New York, and he would like talk about the the listeners of the podcast and what complaints they had. He was like, "Oh, cool, complain about your free lunch. I don't. <laughs> you're not char- you're not charged for this show. We complain about your free lunch. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a free podcast." So take that, take that sound clip, isolate that, and have that as the intro to your podcast. <laughs> That's a great idea. I'm going to do that, actually. That's a fantastic idea. <laughs> All right, man. Well, All right. uh, I, hope, I hope everything goes well for you, man. And I'm on your side. I'm glad to be on your team, and I'm glad you're on mine. And let's do this again sometime, man. Yeah, for sure. Be fun, for sure. have safe, and keep evolving. Yeah. Yeah.